is Real Disciple Podcast 11. Um, I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, Pastor Tepiwa. Dropped the special that time. <laughs> no special. I, I don't think you quite liked it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we're here with Tepiwa. I'm in Bolton. Um, we've just had a, a, a good revival from my perspective. It's hmm. been good. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Okay, great. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, amazing church. We're actually in their building. There's a few people around watching us right now. And so we literally are going live. Amen. (laughs) And so um, let's just start with how did you get saved? Yeah. Oh, got saved 2002. Um, Good friend, James Mann. Yeah, we we know that. Yeah, the man himself. Um, I think James Mann was um, either selling to a friend of mine Mm -hmm. or smoking with a friend of mine. Okay. And so we ended up smoking together. That's weed, um, yeah. you know, smoking together a few times. And uh, James got saved. Yeah. Uh, his sister invited him to church. And so as soon as James got saved, man, he was pretty much trying to get the crew, the guys into church. And he would come around every Sunday morning, throw a little rock on my window, wake us up. Are you coming to church? Mm. And was like, nah, we ain't coming to church. You know, he's raving the night before. Yep. And so it took him about six months. Oh, wow. Every Sunday. James was so six come. months after he got saved. After he got saved, he's continuously, continuously coming around, witnessing to you guys, trying to get you guys every into church. every single week. Wow! And every Sunday, I would hear that rock on mm-hmm. the window. Wow! And so I remember just saying, I think we just smoked some weed and we're uh, listening to Exhibit. Yeah. Right, and we're just laughing our heads off, and uh, James is in there, and he's like, "Guys, man, you need to come church." So, um, you know, just to get him off our back. I said, hey, listen, let's all go to church mm. um, tomorrow. So we wake up in the morning. Uh, he comes around, and I think I must have said, oh, I can't come because I don't have um, money for a travel card. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, let's go, let's go. I remember seven of us uh, walked um, to Pearly train station, mm-hmm. jumped on the train. Yeah. We're on the train. We haven't paid a penny to get on the train. <laughs> and uh, an inspector walks in, right? And so, you know, it's, there's seven of us dodgy looking guys yeah. uh, he's gonna come straight to us so he checks a few tickets uh, and he looks at us and the train stops and he just walks out and I was like no that just didn't happen wow and I and something in me just knew you know what this is special right but I didn't you know I didn't clock you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. and so just carried on went to church didn't even hear the sermon because I was like what time is it gonna finish we need to get this done and the oracle guy said something i looked up so that was rotherhive rotherhive yeah so, rotherhive. Yeah, so you came to rotherhive yeah who was preaching that day Beauregard, larry oh larry Bogart. yeah powerful yeah. man yeah yeah so i remember short guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah so i put my hand up went to the front prayed but you know is when you're when you're with your boys how old would, would you have been then i was maybe 20. 20 okay yeah 20. and so uh you know you're with your boys you, you've prayed, I've, I know this is the right thing to do. Mm. And as soon as I walked out, I was like, who's got something to smoke? You know, I'm just putting on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but something happened to me that day. Something happened to me, went back to Croydon, and I couldn't go back to, to Rover Hive. Just, you know, it was far and everything else. You were else. living in Croydon. I was living in Croydon. Yeah, so that's a long way. Yes, yeah, so I was living in Croydon. And so just carried on, um, you know, I was, planning on going to the States uh, to do my athletic scholarship, University of Washington. What, what was you doing in, in, in athletics? Long jump. 
Yeah, so long jump, yeah? Yeah, I was a sprinter, but my man. That. All these years, I never knew that. Down low. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, so, so I'm due to go. And I've been saved, just messing about. And I remember just life just took a, a turn. Um, being from Zimbabwe, having just come into England to party. born in Zimbabwe. Born in Zimbabwe, yeah. yeah. So just come to England to party. What age did you come to England? Uh, 19. Okay. Yeah, just before my 20th. So you hadn't been in England long? Nah. But I was, wow. par but I was partying. He's <laughs> free. I was Freedom. free. Free. Yeah, and so, and so, but I think what happened when I came to Roverhive, God planted that seed. And my life began to take a turn for the worst. Not, not nothing major, mm -hmm. but just decisions. What are you going to do now? Yeah. You know, you're about to go to a uh, university. Do you want to go there? Do you might as well just stay here? And so um, I remember one, one day just waking up and saying, I need to go to church. Um, and I asked the lady that lived next door if she could take me to a Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm. She said, yeah, I'll come and knock for you. And she never did. Mm. So I woke up. Later on in the afternoon, I thought, you know what? Let me go into Croydon City Centre. Maybe I can get a flyer to a gospel concert, go to the concert, mm. and then ask them about good churches that I could go to. Mm. So, um, What would make you think that there's someone in the city centre handing out flyers for concerts? To this day, I do not know where that thought came from. Wow. Because I'd never received one. Wow. Right? I'd never... Because yeah, that's pretty random. Yeah. I didn't even know gospel concerts existed. Yeah. But I just thought if I went in, someone would give me some sort of concert and I'd go to one. When would this be, about 2001? Yeah, um, yeah, 2001, I think. Or, yeah? Yeah, 2002 time. So I walk into Croydon, get up the bus, two girls walk up to me and they give me a flyer to a concert. So I take the flyer, go back home, get two of my friends, Hey guys, we need to go for this concert. Oh, what concert is it? Let's just go. So we, we show up to the concert. I now know how, you know, having gone to Rove High, yeah, yeah, yeah. they do the concert. And at the end of the concert, this guy is preaching. And I know the formula now. I'd never been in a, Pente in a Pentecostal church before, mm -hmm. but I knew he's going to make an invitation. Yeah. So as soon as the guy says, you want to pray, come forward. I just went. Just wow. went down, wow. prayed, uh, feel a zeal. Yeah. Uh, Wolf from still prayed with me. Yeah, and they took me home, and um, I get home. My friends are there, and I was surprised because my friends who are taken there knew some people. So I asked them the question, "How comes you know these people?" They're like, ah, oh, our dad is a pastor of this same church in Zimbabwe. Mm -mm. So I was like, "How does that work? What church is this?" And they were like, "Oh, Potter's house." didn't think anything of it because I didn't know I'd come to the potter's house in Rotherhive. Okay. I didn't know. So James comes along and I say, James, I'm saved. You know, I prayed and I think I must have told him I went to a concert. What concert? Potter's house. That's the church I go to. That's the church I took you down to. So I'm living with, I'm living next door to, to guys who are my friends. Their dad's a pastor of the potter's house. I got saved in Rotherhive, potter's house. And Pastor Clement has just come to Croydon to start a potter's house. That's amazing. That's that God. was it. That was it for me. So you you kind of you saw that this has to be God. Yeah. You was like, no, 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 hold up. Yeah. This cannot be a coincidence that 
whatever time it was, months ago, a year ago, I went to this place, got saved. Then I walk down the street, people invited me to the same church. And then this happens. Yeah. Yeah. And so w what I draw out of that as well is that these girls that are evangelizing, handing out flyers, sometimes we think when we're evangelizing, we're the ones that are going to get people saved. Mm. But mm. God was already working on you. Mm. But when you evangelize, you just come in line with God's plan. Absolutely. It's not you making it. You just got to be faithful to witness to that person on the bus or in the supermarket because you're thinking, oh, I've got to. I'm going to be the one to get them saved and be mm, so clever mm, mm. and so no 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 just do your part, part yeah because God has already built up a backstory mm. and then you actually bring it all together absolutely that's amazing absolutely and you know Courtney the revelation I got was um it might sound a bit controversial but you don't choose a church yeah definitely yeah God God is God is so wise he's so big he knows where you need to be yeah definitely you know and that was me when i was when i was he hearing all these things potter's house roverhive potter's house croydon potter's house mm. zimbabwe mm. and i'm in potter's house i thought you know what okay this is it this is where god wants me this to is be. where god wants me to be excellent excellent and so mm. um so how long was you in the church before you got married you know what roughly Jim, about three years about three years yeah, okay three years so you got saved um, how big would Croydon be when you came to the church in Croydon? Probably about five to ten people. Oh, wow. So you're at the genesis of Croydon. Yeah. So three years, you get married. Mm -hmm. um, should we talk about how you got engaged? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. God is good. Yeah, very good. Because I love you. Okay, we're going to leave that. Amen. We'll leave that there. All right. We'll leave that there. And so you got engaged, you got married. Mm -hmm. Um, as I always say, your wife was uh, one of our bridesmaids yeah. at my wedding. Yeah. Amen. Very close to my wife. Um, and so when did you start to feel or understand that God had called you to preach the gospel? Hmm. How did that come about? Conference. Same year. I think I got saved the 3rd of March. Yeah. So we had May conference. Uh, yep. So yep. Two months. So, yeah. So... Pastor Clement says, "Ah, oh, you guys, if you got a chance, come down to conference. Yeah. You know, the war, that war, war from so yeah, that's yeah. where we all in the assembly hall. Yeah, 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 that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember walking in, just maybe one night, Thursday night. Heard Pastor Mitch, Mitchell preach, mm. and um, something just dropped. I said, you know what, you you know, could you do this? Mm. Could you do this? And then, and that was that. And from from that day, I." kind of began to go to church more you okay. know i don't know whether that was me being called but mm. i remember just being convinced that this is where you know you get saved the third of march i wasn't in every service probably evening service yeah you know then you, you wake up to go to church the bus doesn't come you're like you go yeah, back yeah, home yeah, you know yeah, yeah. so by me just going to that conference that yeah. may yeah kind of did something to me then that's when I picked up going to church now. So yeah. started going to church and every altar call, I'm putting my hand up. I'm just trying to get all the sin out of me as quickly as possible. Very good. You know, so I can just get to where I need to get to, you know. So, Amen. So that and was so um, what would you say, before we move on, what would you say was the def those, those first early years, those three years because you get saved, and then how, would, how, how, um, how long was you saved before you got sent out? Roughly. 
sent out 2006. So maybe five years? Yes, four years. Four years, yeah, okay. Four so you years. would have been saved just over four years, married about a year and a year and a bit, maybe yeah. just over a year. Yeah, just over a year. Just over a year, you're married. What would you look at, Croydon, in those early stages? What was the culture that you would say that really was helping you grow as a Christian? And what would you say the culture, like yeah. obviously now being a pastor, that you would want to emulate? What would the what was happening there? Yeah. Because I remember the church just growing, 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 growing. What was happening there, you being in it now looking back? We enjoyed being in church. Okay. Church wasn't long. Yeah. Right? You, you enjoyed. Uh, our pastor was very close to us. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you need to understand I didn't have a dad. Yeah. Right? I didn't know my dad. Well, yeah. I knew my dad, but I didn't, wasn't that close to him. Yeah. So I get saved and this pastor so close to us. Pastor Clement. Pastor Clement. Yeah. Right? And he's, he's pretty much telling us we can, we can do it. He believed in you. He believed in us big time. Yeah. You know, one day you guys will be preaching the gospel. Mm. One day we'll send you out to this place, to that place, to that place. You know, he planted that seed in so us. So he discipled you. Absolutely. He discipled you. So he believed in us. Okay. And um, and we began to believe that we could reach the world. We could do more with our lives. And it didn't matter your background or where you came from. Yeah. And God could use you. So the Croydon Church grew very quickly. From a perspective of a fellowship church, I yeah. would say the Croydon group yeah. grew really quickly. From outside, we saw it and it's like, oh, this thing is growing quickly. It's an amazing thing. When yeah. you was in it, did you realize you was involved in something that was growing quick, or did you just think, oh, this is this is it. This is just I'm just in it. We're just busy doing things. We're not really thinking about anything else. Did you think, oh no, this is because we would do concerts and people come in, get yeah. saved, yeah. come back the next day. Okay. Um, and so, but he always used to say to us, guys, remember what's happening in Croydon doesn't happen everywhere. Mm. And we were sort of given that um, you need to do something with this people, right? Because if it doesn't happen everywhere mm. and we're getting 10, 15 people saved, yeah. our follow-up system has to be on point. Okay. Right? We, we can't take this for granted. Yeah, yeah. So he put that into us. So okay. we would find when people got saved Tuesday, we're knocking on their doors. Okay. We're doing this, we're doing that. He's taking us to KFC. We would use KFC as a, as a means of getting all these guys to come for Wednesday service. Okay. Right? So he made us understand was doing the will of God, but we didn't have all the time to do it. Would you also say then there's an appreciation of that these people may be praying and getting saved, but we still got to do a lot of work with them. Whereas some people, they do an event, people get saved and then let's all go to bed and that's it yeah. celebrate oh we had 20 people saved yeah but that's only half the work and he taught you that yeah no 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 that's that this is it's good we're not seeing it everywhere but we got to work at this as well yeah this takes a lot of work Absolutely. 30 people pray you mm. know in a weekend mm. okay 10 on the street 20 in the concert mm. we've got all these comfort cards he will take those comfort cards and put them onto a system quick right mm. and then we we're, we're getting our follow-up slips the mm. next day this mm. is who you're following up on this mm. is who you follow and during the week what have this what have they said mm. you know so i'm seeing him doing that mm. and then when he hands over that to me mm. to begin to do i've already seen him do it mm. he didn't need to tell me it needs to get done for the next day mm. yeah i might have been rebuked a couple of times for you know for taking too long mm. right but then he had already shown us these people are precious. Mm. These are just not n names on a card. Yeah. 
These are souls. So taking over follow-up, it was the same thing. When people get saved, man, treat them. Treat them well. You know, try to get them somewhere as soon as possible, get them connected mm. and get them a part of the church. So. Okay, so you're in, a, in this church, in this vibe, you've been discipled, things are happening, you're learning the value of a soul, and then it comes to the point to you to go out. Mm. So, um, and you first went to Sutton. Yeah. That's correct, yeah? That's correct. So, um, 2006, you said? Yep. Yeah, year yeah. before I went out, yeah. wasn't it? I yeah. Think it was about a year. Yeah. I went in 2007, you went in Yeah, 2006. So, um, yes, yeah, so, so you go to Sutton. What was the process of going to Sutton? So, was it always on your heart to go to Sutton or was it a thing of, I got to go and your pastor was like, yeah, I think Sutton would be somewhere he's looking at, you look at it and then you're like, yeah, yeah okay. So it was um, Southampton. Okay. Right, so, so pastor asks me and Gillian, you know, guys, you know, do you want to go out? Where do you want to go? And I think I must have mentioned Southampton. Yeah. And so we're meant to go out that May mm. and, um, oh, sorry, November mm. before, uh, the, the year before, mm. we were meant to go out. Mm. And, um, you know, Pastor Clement during conference says, yeah, you might, you know, this is, this is the conference. And then just before Friday, he comes to us and says, nah, not this conference. It's going to be. Was you the first guy that went out? Yeah, it's the first He's guy the that first went out. Coy first church Croydon never sent out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he says not nah, not this time round, and it was funny because when he said that, next previous uh, the next year, January or February, something happens in Croydon Church, you know people just start acting weird. Yeah. You know you know, doing just you know just you know just rebellion. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have to um, some of those people are my friends. Right, and so I have to deal with this. I have to uh, deal with that, and you know, make a stand and all that. And so, you know, and that really did something for me because it was the question: Do you really believe you're in the will of God? Yeah. Right. And so, because when your friends start wigging out and saying this and all about the church, it really solidifies: Do I go with them? Yep. Is this thing just a phase? Am I just following the crowd? Is mm. it just a pop? Yeah. Thing it was popular for a time, you know, some churches they get popular, there's young people, they're doing concerts. Or is this destiny? Yeah. Do I believe that I'm here? Yeah, absolutely. And so um yeah, so just made the decision, made the stand. Um and then May came along and then Pastor Clem was like, You know what team, um, I know where you guys wanna go, but uh, you know, why don't we do Sutton? Mm. You know, why don't we send you and you and Gillian to Sutton? You do a good job there. You're closer to Croydon. You know, I can keep an eye on you. There you go. Right. First, first church so out. Yeah. You know. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that was it, man. I went to Sutton. When you, and so you went to Sutton. So did you, is it a thing that he, he mentioned it and then you went round there? Or you'd already kind of knew the area. Because it's not that far from yeah, Croydon, which, is it? Yeah. So we already knew the area. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I believe Farai. Uh, Dango and Beezy, yeah. uh, had done a few concerts okay. in Sutton, okay. and we had seen, yeah. you know, people getting saved. Okay. So we had already done some stuff there. Yeah. So I, I already knew where we was going to try get a building and where we was going to try and do okay. things. So, so there was information there. And so when he said Sutton, I was like, yeah, cool. So you go to Sutton. I remember um, you going to Sutton, and I remember um, quite quickly you had a good crowd. I remember, you know, I think I might have come for you 
or maybe went for the guy that just came straight after you because you wasn't there long was you no two and a half years two and a half years okay two and a half years um it felt like shorter it felt like you wasn't even there for that long but you know they're having fun yeah 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 time flies yeah and so um i remember you getting a few people very quickly it seemed very quickly anyway from yeah. my perspective i remember you telling me a story one time that um uh faster clement called you up one time and you was uh i think he was on the street or something <laughs> And he and he said, "Are you outreaching?" And you said, "You had some flies in your pocket." And you pulled them out at that point and said, "Yeah." Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm outreaching. I'm oh, outreaching now, the, man. Those phone calls, man. Those phone calls. Yeah, you that, know that is funny. That yeah. that that is. Uh, I remember you telling me in uh, my first conference. I came to conference and we would we were in. Um, where is it that they put you up in uh, Wolverhampton? They put you up in the uh, Holiday Inn. Yep. And we were downstairs in the breakfast bar, and he was telling me about that. And yeah. I was like, "That's funny." Yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. We have a lot of memories, man. We laugh. Hey, we, we laugh. Hey, we that's laugh. how you learn. That's yeah. How you learn. We laugh, man. So, um, you're in Sutton, and then the discussion happens about going back to your mother church mm. and becoming the assistant. Yeah. How was that? Something that was on the cards even before you went out. You know, I know with Colin, it was on the cards before he went out. Yeah, yeah. It, wa it wasn't necessarily on the cards before I went out, but I think it became quite apparent as Croydon grew mm. um, that Pastor wasn't going to be able to do it all on his own. Mm. Maybe he had the plan and he knew going to Sutton for a couple of years, then bring me back as an assistant. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, got the phone call. You know, T, I'm thinking of having you come back uh, so you can be my assistant. Mm. and so um yeah so so um was that a hard decision for you at the time yes and no you know yes and no uh it was hard after when you realize just the breakup with, with the church yeah, leaving yeah. the okay, church okay. leaving the people yeah. seeing their reaction mm. as a pastor you're it's going back as an assistant pastor you think you're going back to assist your pastor yeah right who wouldn't want to do that yeah right you, you want to be a blessing to your pastor blessing to your church i'm not sure if i'd be good at it you know it's yeah. it's, it's uh i really do think it is a it's a it's a very it's, it has its own individual challenges whereas and, it, and this is not doesn't matter who would be my pastor mm. but i think it, it, it's something that I think it has its own challenges where, yes, you're not the guy worrying about the finances anymore, mm. really. You're not the guy worried about some of the other th dynamics when you yeah. are pioneering yeah. or when you're the, the head pastor. But then there is learning how to play the second fiddle. Yeah. And that is for a man who's trying to develop ministry, yeah. but always interpret what is the right way to develop the ministry that he wants not just the ministry i want because um, well you're the yeah. assistant you did it yeah is that true that's the hardest part yeah right and that was the i think for me and jillian mm. that was the hardest part of our journey just yeah. just being assistants yeah. you know um you know i told you this the other day is that after just going back three years didn't even feel i wanted to be a pastor wow yeah didn't even feel like i wanted to uh, even go pioneer anymore you know wow. it had become quite robotic mm. 
you know. And I don't know what happened. I think my expectations of being an assistant pastor, mm. uh, you know, didn't work out the way I thought it would work out. Mm. And playing second fiddle is not easy. I remember, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I remember past, it was Pastor Alvin Smith that said, no, it was Pastor Bill Neal from Tucson said mm. that when he came on as an assistant in some capacity at Tucson, um, Pastor Alvin kind of, I think, gave him a book, How to Play Second Fiddle or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so that was always the the word that I uh, came to mind when you when you are an assistant. But obviously with us now in Wandsworth, mm. we've just had an assistant for yeah. a year. Yeah. And I realize having a good assistant is such a blessing. Yeah. And I look at Croydon and I think definitely, um, I remember speaking to one of the guys that was out of Croydon, I can't remember who it was. And I was like, oh, Croydon is doing this, Croydon is doing that, Croydon is doing this, Croydon is that. And a lot of guys said, that's the Piwa. It's the Piwa doing that. And I didn't appreciate it at the time because I'm, you know, I'm just new in the game, man. I just, you know, I mm. don't understand what the dynamics, but a lot of guys said, yeah, that's the Piwa. And it always stuck in my mind that a good, and then I, I, I tracked it back and I was like, yeah, the church has grown. And uh, it's arrogance to think that, it would be arrogant for Courtney to think that, oh, the success I've had over this year is just me and my ministry mm. and not realize, hold up, but you've had this guy in the church and maybe mm. people don't see him preach as much as you and they don't see this as much as you and they don't see that, but yeah. he's having his part to play and it really does help when you have a good assistant. And I look at Rotherhive with Colin mm. and then with Prazini mm. and how the church is gone from, you know, Pastor Peter's phenomenal ministry, just, yeah. you know, just double guns blazing ministry, you know, yeah. just, super preacher man's man discipler all of these things mm. but still these men come and they bring this added dimension absolutely absolutely but um, you but in a way it's one of the humblest roles you'll take yeah. because you don't give a report a conference and nah. you're not celebrated and it really is a nah. you know you gotta you gotta really know who you are yeah. in christ absolutely absolutely you know and and i remember um i think we had a meeting with um Pastor Clement and Gillian uh, uh, sat next to me. We're having a meeting, and then uh, the meeting's about to finish. And Gillian says, "Pastor, I want to ask you a question." You know, and Gillian, you know, I'm like, Gillian, what question you want to ask? You know, let's get over. Let's let's, let's no, get no, the, we're, we're going. Now. Yeah, we're let, going let's now. get the meeting yeah. done. Let's go. And she goes, "Pastor, my husband loves to preach, but he ain't preaching." Oh wow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, wow. When I heard my wife believe in me, mm. I said, God, man. It brought back that. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a single seminar Do you right know what now, I mean? bro. You better pick That's the right <laughs> wife, man. <laughs> That's Otherwise, right. you're lost. That's right. And so when she said that, it dawned on me I'd forgotten wow. some things. And I. I remember just getting back and just praying, God, you know what? I want to do this. Excellent. You called me to preach. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and I began to get chances to preach and just began to pray and just see what God had for me. Mm. And I think the next three years were years where I really just kind of sought the mind of God. Mm. God, where do you want us to go? Mm. What do you want me to do? Am I here for ever? Mm. You know, what is it you want me to mm. do? Mm. 
and um, you know my feet began to kind of like you know would you, would you say then that, that, that and, and this is you know because hopefully this helps people but would you say that the, 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 the assistant role is sometimes a confusing role of where am I right now mm. in God's economy mm. you know where am I do I stay here am I going to go I'm, you know where am I in God's economy yeah. yeah no doubt you know I I understood I was in the will of God yeah okay the, there were times when I enjoyed it yeah you know uh, but then you ask the question am I being left behind okay okay so you have you have guys that came into church after you you, you have guys who you discipled yeah. um, you know and you're there you you're assisting yeah yeah you know and so um and so yeah you begin to question some things mm. you know but i never questioned i was called yeah. i knew i was yes but i questioned whether i could do it okay i began to think that maybe the reason why I came back from saturn mm. was because i wasn't doing very well you know so because that period of time was pretty difficult you know it's funny you say that because i like i said let me repeat that yeah i remember speaking to you about Saturn, and you wasn't out that long and i was like how's things going and you're telling me this and that i said like, how many people you got and you told me that and i was like wow you've got so many people so soon how did you do that and i remember racking my brain going back to wandsworth and i had like eight people <laughs> and i couldn't get you know hardly anybody yeah. in the building yeah but in context of croydon oh yeah well then yeah everything is in context you know what i'm saying but you see how twisted it is yeah because yeah. now you're you, you know you're looking at it now you realize hold up nothing you know you've got to give things time mm. you want to see growth but absolutely. uh that that development absolutely would i do it again yeah would i assist again yeah absolutely do you know it gave me a, it put things in me mm. what like what never giving up mm. uh knowing who i am you know pastor clement always knew who he was in god yeah okay so they say him victories he would have not because he was anything special mm. but because he just knew yeah this is god's church yeah these are god's people Amen. and i have a right to ask yes i have a right to have that yeah i you know, you know and i never had that so about going back and just witnessing that yeah i, I have a right for revival amen God can do it. God can move. He can take anyone. He took me. You know, so that, you know, I would never change my time in those six years. Amen. Yeah, it, it was difficult, but never. Yeah, I think, you know, most things, uh, there's going to be a bit of a challenge. Yeah. But it makes us better. So, um, and obviously you're in there and now you start to get the itch hmm. to go. That That's itch, right. Uh, and... What 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 what? Um, obviously, you better use your words wisely because yeah. we're we're in the audience. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have an audience here. Yep. Yeah. Um, but what? Why? Why Bolton? What's going on here? You I know, must admit, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, why Bolton? Yeah. Where's yeah. that place then? Yeah. No, I knew where it was. I'm only joking. Yeah. yeah. Did we have a church here before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I come here for an impact team. Um, years ago. Was it a church from Manchester that was it? No. Or was it a church from Wolfenstow? Wolfenstow, Tot Tottenham. Okay. Yeah. So so I come here for an impact team. And, you know, we, we had a good time. I think it was his opening. Yeah. And so just the guy at that the could rap. Yeah. Eastern. 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 That's, That's right. right. Yeah. So so I come here years when he's opening, you yeah. know, to Bolton. And, you know, we had an impact team. Yeah. Went back. 
And so as I'm praying and thinking about, you know what, God, I'm, I'm going to go out. Mm. You know, where can I go? And Bolton just dropped. Wow. In, in my um, in my spirit. And so, so what happens, I'm shaking people's hands after church. Mm. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, oh, pastor, just to let you know I'm not coming back next week. I am moving. I said, ah, oh, where are you moving to? He goes, I'm moving to Bolton. And this is like a week after Bolton just came into my into my mind. And so I thought, okay, all right, mm. that's a... Uh, you know, so we come up to Manchester for an impact team. Yeah. Round about the same time, we have a concert. Two girls get saved. Mm. So you know, after a concert, you just touch and base with them. So I'm like, yeah. hey, listen, make sure you come tomorrow. And the two girls turn around and say, we can't. I say, why? Because we live in Bolton. Wow. So. Yeah. So that's second time. Yeah. So during conference, I'm I'm in a car with Suki and Ephraim, mm. good friends of ours. Yeah. And they don't know I want to go Bolton. Yeah. And so what happens is Suki, um, I'm like, how's it going up there in Manchester? Oh, it's going all right. And then Suki turns around and says, we need a church in Bolton. No way. I'm being serious. Wow. God had your... your, your, your <laughs>